Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Pastor Tanya of Word of Truth Ministries in Roanoke, Virginia, under the leadership of Apostle Dr. Miriam Hunt, coming today with another lesson on Sunday. Amen. Praise God. July 26th. And we give God all the glory, honor, and praise. I pray that you have been blessed with the lessons thus far. Amen. Praise God that you have allowed the Spirit of the Lord to really minister to you and reveal, amen, even more of His Word. I pray that the youth are listening to the lesson and that their parents or their guardians are going over the lessons, amen, and making sure that they have a full understanding. I do encourage you again to leave any questions or any comments under each lesson, amen, praise God, and we will be sure to make sure that someone answers all of your questions. On today, we're going to be coming from the book of Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. We are still, amen, praise God, looking at Moses being called by God. This lesson today is titled, Signs of the Lord's Power. So if we just do a quick recap of our last week's lesson, amen, praise God, we know that God had revealed himself as the Lord to Moses. He spoke to Moses through the burning bush, amen, praise God, and let Moses know what he planned on doing through Moses. He wanted to use Moses as a deliverer to set the people free, God's people, the Hebrew, the Israelites, from the captive hands of the Egyptians, amen. And we also learned that Moses was somewhat afraid because he was looking at his own abilities. He was looking at, amen, praise God, who he was and what he had done. And he did not think that he was worthy or even up to being called and used by God. And many of us can relate to that because some of us, amen, praise God, may not have the best of speech. Some of us may not have the best of education, but God wants to show us who he is and be God in our life. And the purpose, amen, praise God, of this lesson for Moses is so that Moses can understand that it's not about him and his ability, that God called him, amen, praise God. So God already knew that he was equipped. Moses just didn't know, but God already saw what Moses had his potential in him, amen. But Moses had to learn to rely and depend completely on God. Because it's God, amen, praise God, who gives us the ability to preach and to teach. It's God who gives us the ability to break down his word and have an understanding. All of the glory is and is due to God. Amen, praise God. None of us can boast. None of us can be high-minded. None of us can take God's glory. So God, amen, praise God, at the end of chapter 3, reminded Moses again, that he was the God of his fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the forefathers, the patriarchs. Amen. Praise God. And God reminded Moses that he was going to show the people of God, show the children of Israel who he was, that he had seen all of their burdens and their worries and their tears and their pain, and God was going to move on their behalf. And we learned at the end of chapter four that God was even going to touch the heart of the Egyptians and the people of Israel was going to have favor because God said that you are going to borrow from your neighbor, amen, jewels of silver, jewels of gold, raiment, me and clothing, amen, praise God, and that the children of Israel were going to put these 
gold and silver and raiment on their sons and on their daughters. Amen. And that they was going to take from the Egyptians what belonged to them. Amen. So when we get to Exodus chapter four, let's go ahead and get in the word and see what the Lord has to say, starting at the very first verse. It says, and Moses answered and said, but behold, they will not believe me nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is it that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it and it became a rod in his hand. Verse five, that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob have appeared unto thee. And the Lord said furthermore unto him, Put now thine hand into thy bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. And he said, Put thine hand into thy bosom again. And he put his hand into his bosom again and plucked it out of his bosom. And behold, it turned again as his other flesh. Verse 8. And it shall come to pass. If they will not believe thee, neither hearken to the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. And it came to pass, if they will not believe also these two signs, neither hearken unto thy voice, that thou shalt take of the water of the river, and pour it upon the dry land. And the water which thou taketh out of the river shall become blood upon the dry land. And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth, or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? And we're going to stop at verse 12. Now therefore go, and I will be with thy mouth, and teach thee what thou shalt say. And we're going to stop right there. Amen. Praise God. And we bless God for the reading of his word. Signs of the Lord's power. So the Lord, amen, praise God, is now showing signs, amen, praise God, to Moses. Because Moses knows that he may have to deal with the unbelief of the people. Amen. Praise God. The people who he has to go back to and tell them that not only is God going to use Moses himself to bring the people out of Egypt, but God is going to bring the people out of Egypt. And you got to understand with the people being in slavery, amen, praise God, and just having a slavery mentality and not believing that you're ever going to be able to get out of here, that you're ever going to be able to be free. 
And not only that, we have to remember that Moses had also fled from Egypt. So Moses hasn't been in Egypt. Moses had gone to Midian. Moses had married a wife. He now has children. He's become a shepherd. Amen. So he hasn't been in Egypt in a very long time. So he has to go back and tell the people after he has fled that God is now speaking to him. God now wants to use him to, to do this miraculous work to go before Pharaoh and command Pharaoh to let God's people go. So Moses already knows that the people are going to have unbelief. So God being the God who he is, he knows all these things and he's letting Moses know that they're, they're not going to believe you. Amen. Praise God. But because I know that I am God, I am that I am. And I know that I have chosen you, Moses, to bring the people out of Egypt. I am going to allow you to perform these signs and wonders, not on your own might, but because I've called you to show the people just who I am and to show the people that I am with you. So the word of God says that Moses answers and says, but behold, they're not going to believe me. They're not going to hearken, meaning they're not going to listen. They're not going to obey my voice for they're going to say the Lord hath not appeared to you. And this is the Lord's answer. So the Lord said unto Moses, what's in your hand, Moses? And Moses says, a rod. Now you have to understand a rod, amen, praise God, was used as a shepherd. It was a shepherd's staff. And a shepherd's staff typically was three to six feet. It was wooden and it was curved. It had a curved hook at the top. And the shepherd's staff was used for walking and for guiding the sheep and for warding off any predators, amen, praise God. And it was just a stick. But what God was showing Moses is that he was going to use this ordinary stick, amen, praise God, that Moses used each and every time he went out to take care of the flock to show the people of God a miraculous sign and not only to show them a sign, but also to teach them a lesson. And you're going to say, Pastor, what is the lesson? Well, we're going to look and see what the lesson was. So Moses, amen, praise God, answers God. And God says, well, what is in your hand? And Moses says, it's a rod. So then the Lord says in verse three, cast it on the ground. And Moses cast the rod, the shepherd's hook on the ground. And it becomes a serpent. Amen. And we see the word of God says that Moses fled before it. Because you got to understand this is a miraculous sign of who God is and the power of God. And I can just imagine Moses, amen, praise God, having this rod, the staff that he used each and every day, and he cast it down onto the ground and it becomes a serpent, amen, praise God. And Moses flees from this, amen, because it wasn't, Amen. Praise God. It wasn't just the first sign that God had showed him. God had already showed Moses a sign because he spoke to him 
through the burning bush. Amen. So then the word of the Lord says that the Lord said unto Moses, put forth thy hand, take it by the tail. And the word of God lets us know that Moses grabs it by the tail and it now becomes a rod. Now this, amen, praise God, is a symbol. The rod is a sign of power. And when Moses cast it down, it became a serpent. But when Moses's faith was activated, he took the, the instructions of the Lord and he reached down in faith, not worrying about if the serpent was going to bite him, not worried about, praise the name of God, what would happen. Moses reaches down in faith and he takes up the rod as God instructs him. And it becomes, excuse me, he takes up the serpent. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And it now becomes the rod as God instructs Moses to do. So Moses, amen, praise God, is learning that God is going to be with him. And what God was showing Moses is that God can take what we view to be ordinary, amen, and use it for extraordinary things. This staff that Moses used each and every time he went out to the field to tend for the flock, care for the flock, he used it as walking. He used it to guide the flock. He may yet have used it to ward away the, the, the predators. God is now using what Moses looked at being ordinary to be used in an extraordinary way to show Moses and he's going to show the people just who God is. So what are you saying, pastor? What I am saying, amen, praise God, is that God can use what we view in our own selves to be ordinary. Maybe we think we're just ordinary when it comes to singing. Maybe we just think we're ordinary when it comes to worship. Maybe we just think we're ordinary when it comes to helping others. But what God Amen. Praise God is saying is that he can take ordinary things that we may not even realize can be so powerful in the things of God. Mm, that's good to me. I hope you're getting something from the lesson. When we look at verse five, the word of God says that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob have appeared unto you. So God was letting Moses know that you are going to do this first sign here to let them know. So that way they will believe that the Lord, your God, not only your God, but also their God. And not only their God, but also the God of your forefathers, the patriarchs, amen, that we talked about, the ancestors. Because I am Moses, the same God of Abraham, the same God of Isaac, and the same God of Jacob. And I want them to understand that I want to move on their behalf, but I need them to trust me. So when we get down to verse 6, it says, And the Lord said furthermore unto him, Put now thine hand into thy bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. 
So leprous, amen, praise God, referring to leprosy. Leprosy was a severe skin disease, amen, praise God, and it was feared during that time. It was a feared disease during that time. Well, why was it feared, Pastor? Because there was no cure, amen, praise God. Not only was there not a cure, but there also was great suffering that led to death. And leprosy was also deemed, viewed to be highly contagious. So what you have to understand is when his skin turned white as snow, this disease, anyone that had this type of disease was isolated, isolated, alienated from other people because there was no cure. And because they didn't want to get it, they put the people outside of the camp outside of the city, amen, praise God, and they was basically left to die. So through this miraculous sign, Moses was going to show the people that God can cure any kind of problem and that they were going to see that God does have all power and that the power of God is what was going to be in operation as they were going to be led out of Egypt. So when we look down in verse seven, the word of God says, and he said, Lord said to Moses, put thine hand into thy bosom again, into your chest, put it in your chest, put it inside of your clothing. And he put his hand into his bosom again, and the word of God says, and when he plucked it out of his bosom, behold, it was turned again as his other flesh. Amen. Praise God. Keep in mind that God is showing these miraculous signs, these wonders, because Moses is convinced that the people of God are not going to receive him as being called by God, that the people of God, the children of Israel, the Hebrews are not going to receive him as being their deliverer, as being used by God to bring them out of Egypt. And then the word of God says, amen, praise God. In verse eight says, and it shall come to pass if they will not believe thee, then hearken to the voice of the first sign that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. So what is the Lord saying? The Lord is saying that after you do the first sign, if they will not believe and they will not hearken their voice to the first sign of wonder that you do, which was throwing down the rod, the rod turning into the serpent, and then Moses picking up the rod again. He says unto him, then they should believe the voice of the latter. So then they should believe the second sign, which is the second sign is he put his hand into his bosom. He pulled his hand out and it was leprous. It was white as snow. And then he put his hand back into his bosom, back into his chest, into his, his clothing. He pulled it out and it was back to the flesh. So God is saying, I'm giving them two signs to believe. But if they don't believe these two signs, I'm going to show you and tell you what else we're going to do. In verse nine, he says, and it shall come to pass 
if they will not believe also these two signs, these two previous signs, neither hearken unto thy voice that thou shalt take out of the water of the river and pour it upon the dry land. And the water which thou taketh out of the river shall become blood upon the dry land. So the Lord is saying, after these two signs, if, if the children of Israel still refuse to hearken unto your voice, they still refuse to believe that you've been called by God. They still refuse to believe that I am with you. And they still refuse to believe that you hear my voice. He says, I want you to do this. Follow these instructions. I want you to go down to the river and I want you to take up water from the river. And when you take up the water from the river, I want you to pour it on the dry land. And when the water comes out, amen, praise God, from the water that you've taken from the river, it's going to become blood upon the dry land. And these signs right here should convince the children of Israel, the Hebrew people, that I am with you. But what God is showing us is that even though God has given Moses these signs to convince the children of Israel that God is using him. Now Moses has to be convinced that God has chosen him. Well, let's look at, at verse 10 and see why I say that. In verse 10, it says, And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So here we have Moses still pleading with God to let him out of his mission. Because after all, Moses is saying, I understand the signs, Lord, and I understand that we need to convince the people. But see, Moses is showing, amen, praise God. And we can take a good lesson from this right here, that Moses is still not convinced that he is good enough to be used by God. Moses is still coming up with excuses as to why he cannot be Use why God, I think you have made a mistake. You see how we can learn from this because God, amen, praise God, even in our young age, even in our old age, can call us to do something, call us to do a mission, call us to do a task, call us to go out, share the gospel, call us to do whatever it is he desires to do in our life. And even though God will show us that he is with us and will give us signs to show other people that he called us, we ourselves have to be convinced. See, in order for God to really get the glory out of Moses' life, Moses has to be convinced that it's God who is going to use him because Moses is still looking at his own ability. And that's where we make our mistakes. And that's where we miss out on the things and the blessings of God. I'm talking about the spiritual blessings because God wants to use us, 
But we get caught up in our flesh. What are you saying, pastor? We get caught up in our feelings. We get caught, caught up in our shortcomings. We get caught up in our inability. How many of us listening to the sound of my voice right now can relate to Moses? Well, I, I didn't pass a certain grade. I didn't graduate high school. I'm not able to read well. I'm not able to write well. I can't speak. God can't use me. I'm not educated. You see how we can relate to this? Because God is saying, I know all of these things. Well, pastor, how does God know all these things? Because God created you. He created you. He knew you before your mother knew you. He knew you in your mother's womb. He knew, amen, praise God. And he knows that you may not have eloquency of speech. You may stutter. You may, you may not be able to read well. So I'm saying today is don't allow what you see as fault and flaws to cause you to miss out on the things of God. Allow your faults and your flaws for God to get the glory out of them and keep you humble. What do you mean humble? Keep you in a place that you know, uh, I know that couldn't be nobody but God because I can't even read. Wow, I know that that was nobody but God that had me say what I said because I have a stutter problem. I have a speech impediment. Whatever your flaws may be, allow God to use them so that way he can get the glory. I hope you're getting something out of the lesson on today. So God answers Moses in verse 11. And he says in his own words, he says, who, who made man's mouth? Who, amen, praise God, made the dumb or made the deaf or made those who can't see to see and made those who were blind, amen, praise God, see. He says, have not I the Lord? He's saying, is it not I the Lord? I created them, amen, praise God. I created them. And yes, they are deaf and yes, they are dumb and yes, they are blind, but I'm the one that created them. I didn't make any junk, Moses. Ah, glory be to God. So I didn't make you to be junk. You are good enough. You are who I chose and you are who I want to use. So I need you to get with me, Moses. That's what the spirit of the Lord is saying. I hope you hear what God is saying on today. I need you to get with me. I need you to understand that if I called you, then you are well equipped. But I just need you to have faith in me, your God, that I'm going to be with you no matter what. No matter what it looks like. No matter who comes up against you. No matter what people say. I need you, Moses, not only for the people to be convinced that I'm using you, but I need you, Moses, to be convinced that I am using you. And in verse 12, the word of the Lord says, Now therefore go, that's a command, go, and I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say. So God is saying, even in all your excuses, Moses, 
I still need you to go. Even though you don't think you're worthy, I still need you to go. Even though you think you can't do it, I still, God still needs you to go. Amen. Praise God. So God is reminding Moses that Moses, I'm the one that made your mouth. I'm the one that's going to give you the words to say. Amen. Praise God. Moses, I know that you are focusing on your weakness, but if God is asking you to do something, Moses, then he knows, amen, praise God, that we can get the job done, not on our own accord, not by our own strength, but by God's strength, amen. So this is your lesson, amen, on today. I pray that you got something from the lesson. This lesson blessed me each and every lesson Amen. That goes forth. It just blesses me even the more. And I pray that it blesses you as well. I encourage you to go forth and read the remaining of the chapter. Exodus chapter four. Amen. Praise God. Lord says the same on next Sunday. Amen. Praise God. We are going to be coming from Exodus chapter four verses 12 through 23. Amen. Praise God. Lord says the same. That should be lesson for uh, looks like lesson number six. Amen. That's how fast the lesson is going. And it'll be lesson for August 2nd. If the Lord says the same. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to close out with a word of prayer. I bless God for you, you and you. I thank God for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly and I do not take it for granted. Amen. Praise God to each and every one that takes the time out to listen to the lesson. I bless God for you. Amen. And I thank God that you want to hear the word of God. Amen. So we're going to close out with a word of prayer. Kind and gracious Father, we just thank you today, God. We thank you for your revelation and for your knowledge, for your word on today. Father God, we pray, Lord, that the word of God touches our heart on today. Father God, that we grab a hold of this word, Father God, that we don't take it lightly, Lord God, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus to move through this lesson on today, God, in each and every lesson, Father God, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus, God, find us right where we are, oh God. Father God, help us us to give your name the glory the honor and the praise we come against every demonic force and every evil spirit we bind up everything that's not of you oh god in the mighty and precious name of jesus god we bind up the spirit of suicide we come against the spirit of murder god we bind up the spirit of violence oh god in the mighty and precious name of jesus cover these your people kind father in the name of jesus cover the youth oh god the children oh god in the mighty and precious name of jesus god let them know that they are not forgotten oh god and that you want to a relationship with them father god in these last and evil days god that you can use them for your glory father in the mighty and precious name of jesus and father god will be ever so grateful to give your name all the glory the honor and the praise that you so rightly deserve it's in jesus name that we pray and we thank thee and everyone say amen I pray, amen, if there's anyone on this Bible study today, the Sunday school lesson today, amen, praise God, any of the lessons, any of the teachings that you have heard, and you do not know who Jesus Christ is, or you want to know who he is, you want to have a personal relationship, amen, praise God, I encourage you to reach out, amen, reach out to your pastor, let your parents know, I want to know who this Jesus is, amen, praise God, because the times are getting worse. Amen. And we have to know where we're going. Amen. And we can't get to the father except we go through the son. Amen. Praise God. And Jesus Christ 
died on the cross many, 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 many years ago, over 2000 years ago. He died for you and for me. So that way we can have eternal life. If you believe and you trust that Jesus Christ came in the likeness of flesh, he walked this earth. Amen. Praise God. He performed miracles. If you believe, amen, praise God, that Jesus is the son of God and that he died for you and he rose again on the third day, then believe in your heart and confess it out of your mouth. Amen. Praise God and you too can and shall be a son and a daughter of God. I pray that you go in peace. Be blessed in Jesus name. Amen.